0: And if you need that kind of support, I really recommend this podcast. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. Welcome to Mom and Mine, a podcast about maternal mental health, from conception to pregnancy and postpartum. Welcome to Mom in Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Kat. Today, we have a very special guest, expert and author, Dr. Shoshana Bennett. I'm very honored and excited to have Dr. Shosh on the podcast today. She is a wealth of information, brings so much compassion to her work, and is an all-around fantastic person. Affectionately known as Dr. Shosh, she educates, engages, and empowers her audiences while discussing serious and often uncomfortable topics using humor, the latest research, Solution based protocols and firsthand knowledge she gleaned after experiencing life threatening postpartum depressions. After experiencing the life threatening bounce of postpartum illness, Dr. Shoshana Bennett helped pioneer the field of maternal mental health. She founded Postpartum Assistance for Mothers in 1987, became president of California's state organization, Postpartum Health Alliance, and then served as president of Postpartum Support International. Dr. Shosh is the author of Children of the Depressed, Postpartum Depression for Dummies, Pregnant on Prozac, and is co-author of Beyond the Blues, Understanding and Treating Prenatal and Postpartum Depression and Anxiety. She is the creator of the free app, PPD Gone, and is executive director of the new documentary, Dark Side of the Full Moon. She has recently co-founded the Postpartum Action Institute. To date, she's helped over 20,000 women recover around the world through private consultations, teleclasses, and support groups. You can reach her at www.drshosh.com. Okay, Dr. Shosh, thank you so much for being here and all of the work that you've done and all of the work you continue to do. Um, I understand your passion for this work was ignited by your personal experience. Can you share a bit about that, about your path to being a champion in this field.
1: Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much for that lovely introduction, Dr. Kat. And it's my pleasure to be here. Anything to forward and promote uh, maternal mental health, right? uh, Fantastic. And I should say uh, parental health. I mean, moms and dads need to be healthy. Absolutely. So as you mentioned in in my bio, um, as you read, this passion of mine and this mission came directly from personal experience. I had been a special education instructor. I had been uh, working at the community colleges in the San Francisco Bay Area, teaching rehab therapies and uh, psychology and early childhood development and uh, you know all kinds of related f- uh, uh, topics. And then I had a baby. And that's mm-hmm. what really... Uh, launched me because I truly lost myself. And those are the words, as you well know, that we hear from our clients as well. Uh, We don't feel like ourselves when we drop into a deep depression. So I experienced many of the Perinatal mood and anxiety disorders. I was sort of a smorgasbord of, of of almost all of them, and it was it was very very scary at the time because there was nothing. We're talking we're talking back in the eighties when right. there was nothing but ignorance surrounding uh, surrounding us. So uh, I heard uh, uh, silly things from my OB like all new mothers go through this when I told my OB that. You know, if life is going to be like this, I don't want to be here anymore. He you know, he just basically sent me home to get my nails done and do nice things for myself and told me to put the baby down and I'd be fine. Um, and later went to a therapist who was trying to psychoanalyze what must have happened between uh, uh, my mother, and 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 me when I was a little girl, and what she was bringing up was absurd, actually. Um, uh, and she was making up issues, you know. And she couldn't right. find any real ones. She made them up. anyway. She, uh, in a nutshell, I realized uh, after going through these illnesses. Uh, off and on for a couple of years after having suffered a suicidal depression uh, for two and a half years after my firstborn, and then into uh, a, a you know a year after my second was born. At about that year mark, I, I found out that there really there was a name for this thing. We now called postpartum depression, and um, uh, a- a- and there was possible treatment. So it was right then when I was still extremely depressed and and anxious, but it turned from it turned from just suffering into I have to do something. I have to do something with this knowledge. If this was so common. I thought to myself, where was the help? Where were the professionals? Uh, where were the support groups? And that's what really you know, threw me into this, this field with everything I had. I, frankly, I had to do something with the intensity of pain uh, that my family and I had, had suffered now for, for, for many years. Um, and, uh, that's what really thrust me forward. And I started reading everything I could find from all over the world, you know, that had been, uh, translated into English and, uh, realized that the United States was far behind many other countries, uh, as far as assessing and also treating perinatal illness. So that's what really, uh, really got me started.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's, it seems that part of this work is really uh, the professionals that I've run into anyhow are are brought to this work through either their own personal experience or someone close to them. Yes. Uh, uh, they were touched by and, and had some similar realization or, or call to action, uh, to help other moms. Um, Mm -hmm. How, how far do you think we've come in getting help to these mothers? You were saying, you know, uh, a while back, there this just wasn't, this help wasn't available. Where, where do you think we are now?
1: Well, uh, uh, it- Compared to where we were in the '80s, we are f- so far ahead from where we were then. We've come a very, very long way. But of course, as you know, when we when we have a passion for for changing mm-hmm. the the structure of things, and and uh, you know, it, it never happens as quickly as we want. Just like <laughs> our, our our recovery from an illness doesn't happen as quickly as we want to. Uh, so we've come a very long way from the 1980s. Very happy to say. Uh, do we also have a very long way to go before maternal mental health is uh, focused on the way it needs to be? Yes, uh, we've come a long way though with with screening with diagnosing and with treating. Uh, but again, it never happens as quickly as we want. We still have a very long way to go. But the wonderful news is that we're going in the right direction. Uh, so you you mentioned the film Dark Side of the Full Moon. Uh, that film, among others, have really helped to propel the field forward uh, with that kind of, uh, of uh, information in theaters now and in hospitals and in uh, educational institutions. So in many different ways, clinicians are being trained well now. If they're interested in finding proper training, it is now there. Uh, There is help for uh, women no matter where they live in the country, actually, frankly, in the world at this point with technology. But this country, the United States, is going uh, uh, clearly in the right direction, not as fast as we would want, right, Doctor Kat? But, <laughs> Absolutely, but we're we're getting there. And never did I think back, you know, nineteen eighty three after I had my first, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, when I when I realized that there there was a name uh, for this and uh, that there there could be some help out there, uh, never did I think we would be getting this far in, in my lifetime. So uh, that's uh, I want I want to end that on a end your question on a on a positive note that we st- although we still have a long way to go, we're 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 getting there.
0: This podcast is supported by Starglow Media's Mysteries About True Histories. From the creators of the hit top-ranking kids educational podcast in the world, Who Smarted? The Emmy-nominated Nat Geo Disney Plus's Brain Games and Netflix's Brainchild, comes Mysteries About True Histories, affectionately known as M-A-T-H, or math, in which kids ages six and up can hear humorous and educational stories that follow two best friends, Max and Molly, while they go on adventures through time solving puzzles, hidden equations, talking about history, and making learning cool. Episodes transport listeners to moments in history like Pythagoras's Ancient Greece, the Era of the Aztecs, Sir Isaac Newton's England, and more. When I drive my son to school in the morning, we listen to these episodes that fit perfectly in our commute, with the episodes being about 15 minutes long. And this podcast is right up my son's alley because he loves to solve problems and happens to love math and the types of punny jokes that Max likes to tell. So tune in to mysteries about true histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hello,
2: you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.
0: Right, right. So that that is encouraging. And you're right with the film and with all of the work that you've done. Um, you've written several books, which have contributed so much to the field of maternal mental health and getting the information out there and, and helping professionals and, and helping mothers. Um, can you please share with us more about your books? Happily, and you know the way I write. Uh,
1: I, I I write without the lingo. Um, that's the way I speak too. I, I don't I don't like a lot of, um, you know, the 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 wording that clinicians often throw around. And I know you and I are on the same page there. I the way I write is, it's for the the public as well as clinicians. So each of each of my books, uh, including the one co-written by uh, Dr. Peck Indman, um, we write for uh, the public. We write, we, you don't have to be a clinician, although I'm happy to say that each of the books, The Postpartum Depression for Dummies, Pregnant on Prozac, Children of the Depressed, Beyond the Blues, they are all written as guides for clinicians as well. For instance, a postpartum depression for dummies is used quite frequently by clinicians, not only for their clients, but also for the clinicians themselves to understand what needs to be said and done with their clients. So it's a guidebook for them as well, not only a step-by-step guide for uh, suffering women, or women who know they're high risk and want to prevent suffering the next time around with a with a subsequent uh, a baby. So, uh, pregnant on Prozac was. I was asked to write these books. By the way, that uh, pregnant on Prozac, I was asked to write because we needed. a a resource that could be trusted as, as you and I know, Dr. Kat, you know, our clients tend to run to Google, you know, and, and, and scan the internet and, and they're watching scary announcements, a lot of hype on, uh, uh, you know, from media, from TV. And it has incredibly misleading, if not actually false information. So um, we needed a book uh, that, separated out the hype from what research is actually telling us uh so that's where pregnant on prozac uh, came to be and it also helps pregnant women and couples make really good decisions for themselves and and that might be different for every person right? There isn't a one size fits all. Uh, uh, but the information is there. The up to date research is there. What's safe to take, what's not safe to take during pregnancy and what we truly know about it. Children of the depressed um, was written uh, because we, we needed a way to end the intergenerational uh, depression. As we know, depression can be uh, it's not only biochemical, it can also be quote unquote learned, right? I mean, if it's right. modeled to us from parents or, 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 or people around us. So uh, I was asked to write Children of the Depressed as a uh, really a, a giving strategies, very practical information and exercises in there, <clears throat> but to discuss how we can uh, move forward uh, not only healing our own depression, but protecting the next generation. Because we as clinicians get this question and this worry all the time, you know, from right? from, from, from women. If I'm depressed, am I going to uh, affect my children in some some awful way? I mean, are they doomed to go through? Right. And and the answer is no. And there are many many uh, ways we can uh, watch our behavior, watch what we're saying, um, as as we are healing and doing the right things for our for our own. Uh, uh uh lives we are also in turn with the right kind of help we're protecting the next uh generation so that's that's where that book uh truly came from so that's a bit about uh, these books and if any of your listeners dr cat um have any questions or or comments, uh, or or just they're wondering about certain things, or or, or kind of jogs memory of their own pasts, or, or if anything mm-hmm. pops up as they are reading uh, my books, I always welcome those uh, you know, those contacts. So so I'm very easily reached. Drshosh.com, right. and and to spell it out, it's a uh, D R S H O S H uh, dot com. So very easy to reach me. You can voicemail me right through the, right, voice message me right through the computer. You can email me. You can text me. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm I would welcome that from
0: your listeners. Absolutely, and and I do appreciate, and hopefully um everyone listening can appreciate really how open you are with your experience and available you are to people who really want questions answered. I mean, you are in the forefront of really trying to bring this down to earth and not make maternal mental health issues a mysterious thing. Um, This this is really something that through your efforts and, and other folks' efforts are trying to just really make sure that everybody has access to information and can know what's going on, what what is going on for themselves. You know,
1: Dr. Kat, I really appreciate you saying that. And yes, you know, I, I'm not, remember, I'm coming from the survivor, a layperson, you know, who, sure. who have been through this. And, you know, there's a lot of them and us, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but clinicians are often taught you know, we are supposed to be a certain way, and we are treating them, those with issues. We are all in this together, and as we Absolutely. well know, this can this can hit anybody, regardless of what we do for a living, what you know, how mm-hmm. intelligent we are, how loving we are, how you know, it, it's indiscriminate. So to make a separation to me makes no sense. That's why my books are written for clinicians as well as those suffering, and sometimes there's an overlap. Right? Right. Absolutely. Suffer too. You and I are called by pediatricians and psychologists and you know emergency care nurses. It 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 really doesn't matter. And I don't believe in having that separation. You know, the the when I when I teach and train around the country and around the world, I love the audiences that are Quite eclectic, uh, right. you know, with with uh, with the public there as well as nurses as well as OBs. Uh, we should all have um, this information, and I, I, and down to earth is exactly
0: how we need to make it. Yes, right, absolutely, and I, yeah, I resonate with everything you're saying. Having gone through it myself. Uh, and being a professional, uh, helping these women, it's, you you cannot separate it. You can't be two different things. This is, uh, you know, our experience is part of uh, what we can use to help other people. And I just really value your being so open and honest about it. And
1: of course, that's, that's of, awesome. Oh, sure. I mean, that's the only way that That makes sense to me. You know, at the very beginning, way back when I started uh, teaching and training, uh, back in the you know 1990s, uh, actually the end of uh, the 1980s, frankly, um, I was often followed by clinicians after a talk saying, "You're so brave." you know, you're, you're 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 opening up about your own experience and that was often that was very curious to me mm-hmm. uh but then of course I became a, a therapist and I realized during my training why those clinicians thought I was brave to come out of the closet so to speak um right. I never thought there ought to be a closet I mean you know so right. so we we again the the training can be very confusing for clinicians uh, saying you know you're not supposed to talk about your own experience to me that's nuts no, we shouldn't have a need to talk about it or unload right. Right? <laughs> but, right but but you know just as you said you know i think going through it and being real and out there and and honest mm-hmm. it helps to not only demystify, but it, it it helps to get rid of this completely inappropriate stigma of there's right. a them and an us, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, so um, thank you for for Absolutely. your words and uh, uh, very good. What else
0: can I? Answer? So yeah, so uh, for the mothers who are listening, yeah. and, and maybe clinicians who are mothers, or health professionals who are mothers, or fathers, um, with with all the work that you've done with so many mothers, um, what would you say to those moms who are listening who may be suffering right now?
1: With proper help, you will recover and you and and don't settle for anything under 100% or for any clinician that says you're not going to be recovering to 100%. Uh, if that's what you're hearing, move forward. But you have everything. And again, I want to emphasize with proper help, not just with help. Uh, you need to be seeing, I, I, I say to to folks and on my app and, you know, any, any, anywhere they're listening or reading, um, specialized help is very important. But once you have found the right team of professionals, sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's more, um, you can expect to recover fully. And, you know, I always ask my, my clients, would you like your, yourself back or would you like a better self back? and the often I'll hear, well, first, you know, I'd like my old self back. Let's see if that's even possible, but sure, that would be lovely if I can get a better self. And, and that's what happens when they want a better self. Uh, that's what they get. And what I mean by that is that not only can you regain your old way of, of functioning of thinking, uh, but as we as we progress through the healing process of these uh, uh, these disorders, when you're when you have proper guidance, you can learn better ways of thinking. You can learn healthier ways of being and interacting with yourself, with relationships. Of you know, realizing really who you are, what your strengths are. Maybe people around you that were never good for you. That you're 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 learning how to assess, uh, you know how to take care of yourself better. Whether it's through nutrition or 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 or, or other means. But you, the silver linings, I call it. And actually, in the Dummies book, there's a whole. There's a whole chapter on silver linings, you know, and, uh, you know, what you can expect if you want it, what you can have if you truly want it, a better way uh, and a healthier way and a more joyful way to live your life having been uh, through the illness. Now, of course, when we're in the middle of crisis and you hear, you know, not only are you going to live through this, you're going to thrive, some of, you know, a piece of our heads might not truly believe it fully. Right. and That makes total sense, and that's okay if you're not sure, if you have doubts, or you're thinking, oh, I don't know if they know how sick I really am, you know, how awful I really feel. That's okay. You will get better in spite of your worries when you have specialized help.
0: Right. So can you speak a little bit more to, if you can, the the difference between help and specialized help?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not good enough to settle for someone uh, for a professional just because he or she happens to be covered by insurance. If your baby were ill and needed a specialist, you wouldn't hesitate to get the right kind of help. Even if it were out of pocket, even if you need to hawk your furniture, right? You would do whatever you needed to do to get help. Mommy's mental health should be at the very, very top of, of priorities. So, There's nothing, this is not where you skimp. Okay, so so you ask the right questions in the dummies book, by the way, I list those questions Mm -hmm. uh, that where you can interview people and and don't be afraid. You need to you need to really ask, you know, elicit the right information so you know if you're working with somebody who's good. Some of it you're going to feel even if they answer every question uh, perfectly, you're going to feel whether somebody truly understands where you're coming from. But you want to ask where their specific training came from, specific training in maternal mm-hmm. mental health? What organizations do they belong to that are specifically focused on maternal mental health, what books, tapes, movies, uh, DVDs do they uh, they should be able to rattle them right off the top of their head? What they mm-hmm. would recommend? What type of therapies do they use? They should be working with a short-term therapy like cognitive behavioral therapy, maybe interpersonal therapy. Um, it is not appropriate for someone in crisis. You know, a new mother who felt like she's lost herself and can't doesn't know how to put one foot in front of the other. Uh, she needs to be working. With short-term therapy not a long-term psychodynamic uh every day you know the the traditional freudian psychoanalytic there might be a time and a place for that therapy but not in crisis uh you need to get out of crisis for so those are some of the questions that you would ask don't be afraid to move forward and and uh, find somebody else you know, just mm-hmm. move, move along, I should say, keep searching, uh, uh, working with you, Dr. Cat, working with me, uh, they can be assured that they will get the help they truly need. And there are others that you and I have trained along the way. Uh, I've been in this field now, as, uh, as you mentioned, for close to 30 years. So mm-hmm. if, um, uh, you know, if they have gone to the Postpartum Support International Trainings, uh, and I helped to write that uh, and develop that in, uh, that original training, uh, which is now being uh, uh, being used all over the world. Frankly, it's being yeah. held up as the gold standard. It's being it updated is. all the time, of course, as we get mm-hmm. more information. Uh, but you know, you want to make sure that the clinician, the practitioner, you are working with has gotten a training such as this at least two full days just focused on this particular area. So you don't want to ask someone, um, have you worked with with uh, new mothers, have you worked with people with postpartum depression? They might say yes. That doesn't mean they're qualified to do so, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So that's what that's what I would say. And you hear the passion in my voice here, because I, I do. You and I, Dr. K, you know that we uh, have to undo a lot of unnecessary suffering, sometimes even trauma, when women yep. are working with the wrong clinician. And these might be very good therapists. Right. But they don't have the specific specialized training with, for pregnant women or for new mothers, and they miss the boat and can say the wrong thing, can give the wrong homework, can use the wrong wording, and it can create right. uh, really unnecessary problems.
3: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.
4: If you like this show, there's a decent chance you'll also enjoy The Shameless Mom Academy. Hi, I'm Sarah Dean, the founder and host of The Shameless Mom Academy. The Shameless Mom Academy is a podcast for moms that centers moms more than it centers your kids. With 700 episodes to choose from, you're likely going to find something that sparks and speaks to you inside the Shameless Mom Academy.
0: Right. And I I really thank you for for going through that with some detail uh, because absolutely, I do run into this also, you know, people coming and saying, well, they saw a therapist, but it didn't seem like the therapist really understood. Um, And at the same time, that therapist may have been a fantastic therapist. That's right. But it's the difference between someone who's a general therapist and a specialist. Exactly. Uh, you know, if you were having a very particular, specific type of issue, you would seek out a specialist, and this is the same.
1: A- absolutely. If you're having a physical ailment that's very mm-hmm. specialized, right, you wouldn't right. necessarily go to a general practitioner. You might start there, but you wouldn't right. end there. You would make mm-hmm. sure you get that particular area covered you know, whether it's in your body or in your, in your mind or in the, right. And these, these disorders are very different from those that might occur at other times in our lives. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Right. So we hear that a lot. Uh, you know, it, depression is depression. How is it different? Uh, postpartum. It's, it's very different postpartum. Um, and so getting that training is, is important for, for multiple reasons, but also just if for nothing else, so that that mom in front of you feels really understood.
1: Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want help, the right kind of help as fast as possible for many reasons, not only for your own well-being, but for your families. So this sure. is not where you skimp, you know, don't settle, don't settle for mm-hmm. someone who's just mediocre when the quality of your life isn't, isn't moving forward. Uh, right. uh, yeah. Absolutely. So so that was a long-winded way of answering that question. (laughs) No, it's
0: it's good. It's good information. So I'm sure then if there are providers listening, mental health professionals or other healthcare providers who are listening right now, who are already seeing these mothers in their office, um, but don't yet have the specialized training, what perspective can you offer to them to invest in the training um, and how would it benefit them to have the specialized training?
1: First, I want to give them a compliment for listening to your show, uh, <laughs> because these are clearly clinicians who care and want right. to provide stellar help to the women coming Coming to them, so uh, you know. Uh, the next time we speak, I will. I will certainly talk about the Postpartum Action Institute. It's a very, very. Uh, w- it's a wonderful and quite unique training. So that is certainly yes. and and uh, certainly these clinicians listening can go. Actually, if you're a non-clinician, absolutely. This, this the Postpartum Action Institute is not just for clinicians by any means, uh, right. but you can go to postpartumaction.org and I'll get into more more depth. Hopefully, we can we can speak again because I'm looking. Oh, absolutely. Um, So that's definitely a a, a training that would be appropriate. Also going to postpartum.net and finding out where the two-day trainings are being held. They're always held before a postpartum uh, support international conference um, Mm -hmm. and uh, and also at various times throughout the, the country. So those would be my top two Uh, suggestions. Um, uh, There are some online trainings as well. Mm -hmm. You know, anything is better than nothing, but you want to make sure that whoever is doing the training has also gotten the training. So it's important that if you're going to a particular training, that you're going to a training with somebody who truly uh, knows what they're doing and has at least been trained by by those who have been in the field for a long time and are held up uh, uh, by the field as uh, as experts. So be careful who you take your training from. You want to go to an agency, an organization, a person who has been adequately trained to get your training.
0: Right. Absolutely. And how would having a specialized training benefit the healthcare professionals themselves in in terms of, you know, even if they're not therapists um, to have some bit of training, how would it help them in their work? Almost
1: all, I can't imagine, frankly, I can't, I can't really think of a, a type of clinician at this time that wouldn't be working with pregnant or new parents. At right. some point, I, you know, I mean, can you, I, I, I no. yeah. So, you know, for instance, coming to the Postpartum Action Institute, there are a community uh, activists, community leaders, there are clergy coming. Uh, there are mm-hmm. all kinds of Clinicians coming, and also to the postpartum support international trainings. There, there are prenatal yoga teachers, there are parent educators, there are group leaders of all kinds. You know, so whoever is in touch. I mean, certainly clinicians of all types, chiropractors, uh, obviously pediatricians and OBs and midwives and doulas and nannies. And you know, I do a lot of training to newborn care professionals. You know. Everyone can benefit, and those who are tuned in to to uh, cl- uh, you know the these kinds of shows, uh, Doctor Kat, and I'll be so happy to send folks to to uh, to your trainers because you you are one uh, who who truly wants to educate. Um, I do. Thank and, you. And you know, I choose my my uh, my projects very carefully. And when you told me you you have you know you're launching this show, I went yes. I would like to be. <laughs> you know, if you're inviting, me, thank you. Because there are a yes. lot, of, lot of things I'll say no to if they're not interested in really educating. So what I say to clinicians is, those who truly care about the, this this particular population of of expectant and uh, and new moms, um, they need the training. It's it should not be optional. This okay. they should absolutely get this this specialized uh, training and don't just take the the one day or sometimes the one hour of training that they might have gotten in graduate school. Not enough. <laughs> Never enough.
0: <laughs> right. If, if even much. If that oh, much. Oh, man. Exactly. Right. Okay. Well, this is a wealth of information and I would absolutely love to have you back again. There's so much more that you've done uh, that I would love to talk with you about. Certainly the Postpartum Action Institute, the app that you've developed to support uh, moms going through postpartum depression, the documentary, we didn't really even get to that. So I would be thrilled if you could come back and tell us more about these other projects that are just doing so much good in the world and so supportive to these moms thank you Dr. Cannon I'd be absolutely delighted thank you so much for being with us today and we'll talk again soon great by joining us today and listening you're a part of the growing community of people who are aware and concerned for mothers and families during this beautiful and sometimes very difficult time of life Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this free podcast so that Mom & Mind can be found by moms, families, and providers who will benefit from hearing our talks. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, help is available. Please look for resources for help at momandmind.com, where you will also find links and information from today's episode. Thank you for listening and being a part of the Mom & Mind community.